This is Diane from Urban Siren Podcast. This is my first podcast that I'm doing on my phone, um, pretty much away from my desktop because I invested in a new phone after, oh, not upgrading since like, I don't know, four or five years ago or more. (laughs) And my old phone just stopped working, just stopped completely working, just shit the old proverbial bed. So here I am um, walking through a beautiful field where I take my 100 pound Newfoundland dog for a walk um, as often as I can. And we are, um, we are recording this. We, we, I am recording this on November 1st, 2020. We have entered into Scorpio season as of October 22nd of this past month. And we had a full moon yesterday on Halloween or so when, and, um, the day of the dead is a celebration. Um, that is a focal point, uh, of this time of year as well honoring souls that have passed and ancestors and things and um, essences that and energies have, that have come before us and that have lessons to keep sharing with us long after their physical form has taken major change and transformation. And we also are experiencing Scorpio season on a zodiac calendar. In addition to zodiac season, the card that associates with Scorpio in the tarot is the death card. Um, the death card is a very misunderstood card in the tarot often in that people automatically assume, oh my goodness, it means death. It means actual physical death of someone that I love or something or myself. And while it can, um, it, because death is real and death is true um, in the sense that it exists and how we interpret death, of course, is up to each of us and that's an individual choice but however it's not necessarily indication that something physical is going to die at all by any stretch of the imagination in fact a traditional interpretation of the death card in the tarot is that of transfer transformation and really profound transformation at that so i'd like to look at the death card in the tarot as an opportunity to embrace change and embrace the changing of things and what better time to embrace change than the fall or the autumn where everything around us is changing so profoundly now colors of the trees the leaves um, foliage and even the way insects and animals are behaving Um, you know I have three furry animals in my home that I know of anyway and their fur is starting to fill out because they're getting ready for winter and um and it's just you know it's part of nature to be able to change with the seasons and well for those of us who live in a climate where seasons do change not every climate has changing seasons the way we experience them in the northern hemisphere and in particular me on the east coast of um, the United States. However, there it is. And so as I'm walking, oh my goodness, as I'm walking through this field, I am smelling things (laughs) that I have not smelled (laughs) in months. Uh, It's been very, very rainy. And so the rain has really soaked into the earth here. Um, 
it's amazing because you can really feel and sense and smell the uh, the 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 decomposition of of the physical earth the mud is starting to um compost and i'm looking at mugwort right now as a weed and the the weeds are turning this interesting shade of like mauve <laughs> okay <laughs> possibly the best color on the planet mauve um it's they're beautiful and um and so <laughs> and so you know, for a long time, uh, most of my life, I would say I really did not enjoy the changing of the seasons, especially when it came to leaving summer behind and walking into fall and autumn. I always felt nostalgic and sad and grief, you know, a profound sense of grief at the loss of this bountiful summer season, which I actually love because I love being out in nature and I love swimming and I love being at the beach and I love just being, you know, able to be in the elements without having to worry too much about, am I wearing enough clothes? Am I going to get cold in a little while? Or of course you have to watch out for the heat too in the summer for sure. But, um, it's just a little different to be able to just simply sit on a beach and walk into the water without feeling like, oh, I'm cold. It's just an amazing feeling for me. Uh, maybe that's why the urban siren um, symbolism comes in so strong there. I just love to be in the salt water. Uh, and I can do that in the summertime, not so much in the fall. Of course, I've gone swimming in the fall, but it's different. <laughs> it's different. It's chilly. It's different. Anyway coming back to this idea of change and how just on a personal level how I have been so resistant to change and that it's interesting for me as you know I'm learning more about life and I'm learning more about how to work with intuition and um and how to honor my own cycles that this idea of transformation and coming into the fall this year doesn't feel so upsetting to me um I don't know if anybody else is feeling the same way but it doesn't feel that upsetting to me right now it feels sort of exciting and um it's a relief actually to be out of the heat and (laughs) and to be able to take long long walks without feeling like oh my gosh I got to get inside before I burn up and just having this temperate climate and then again all the beauty all around this incredible changing season and the colors that come with it anyway it's powerful and I don't know you know if you are feeling the same way but if you are um there's a kindred spirit in the form of me feeling the same way and we're entering now into the woods so you might hear some crunching (laughs) sounds um so anyway the death card in the you don't have to be afraid of any card for starters um there's no card that's out there to scare the living shit out of us. There may be cards that evoke a sense of, huh, maybe I need to pay attention. Or, hmm, this is strange. I'm not exactly sure what this means. Let me me look a little bit more deeply into this. (laughs) Um, But no card is really meant to frighten you. And 
Um, but it might jar you and it might rattle your, your, your system. And while as long as you feel like you have a strong coping mechanism when that might arise, just know that that's perfectly normal. Okay. It's perfectly normal to feel jarred by something that, um, catches your attention and, and, you know, evokes a certain sense of, hmm, discomfort or, or inquiry because without inquiry and without discomfort, we never move from one place to the other. We might, but most of the time we like to stay in one spot. And the death card in the tarot is an invitation to not hold on to that concept of staying in one spot, but to move along, keep it flowing. Um, Bruce Lee, martial arts uh, extraordinaire, was a big fan of the idea of moving along like water and often quoted, um, you know, the concept that it's, you know, just move like water. Do not stay in one place. Let the energy flow within your body. Let the energy flow all around you and don't hold on by grasping. We break and we do not remain fluid. We don't. We we stay brittle. If we and so the bones of the skeleton um, simply disintegrate. You know, um, bones in our bodies get brittle over time. Okay, so whether it's inside or whether you're looking at the, the skeleton with flesh on it or not, it's there and it goes through its own cycles. Um, it's jarring to see the skeleton without the flesh and the blood, but it is quite there and um you know it's with us all the time so the so the image of the skeleton on the tarot is not meant to frighten us it's meant to invite us to look more closely at something that is with us all the time the bones of our life the bones of our body the bones of our existence are with us always and yet it's it's changing all the time it's a malleable thing and the bones uh, will disintegrate without the body over time and they turn into something else. And in the West, we don't have a very comfortable relationship with death. And that leads us to panic when we start to think about our own mortality. And it can lead us to panic when we think about the mortality of those that we love. And that's perfectly fine and it's perfectly normal uh, to be... Uh, taken aback by that concept, especially without a framework. There's no societal framework in this country or in this region that really permits us to feel comfortable and excited <laughs> about transformation or death for that matter. So that, so the card really does invite us to look more closely at transformation and how we relate to the idea that nothing stays the same. So keeping that in mind, as we walk into November, November 1st, can you believe it? Um, I certainly can't. I don't know where the time went. Um, but here we are moving into uh, an incredibly important time as we um, near election day uh, here in the United States. And with that, I encourage you to embrace the idea of transformation, to embrace the idea that Election Day is a profound example of how we can enact change on a very practical level. Ooh, here comes a puppy.
so I think I'm going to leave the dog barking at the end of that segment <laughs> because that was like perfect. There I was walking along the trail and ran into another hiker and dogs meet and they bark when they meet. So I thought that was kind of funny um, as we're talking about transformation and celebrating how nothing stays the same. So <laughs> there you go. So, um, yes. Yeah, so now, okay, so here we are. We're also November 1st is daylight savings, the beginning of daylight savings we, where we are setting our clocks back. So remember to follow your clocks back, everybody in the Northern hemisphere. Um, so yeah, that's another uh, element of change is when we see the daylight shifting in the sense of our clocks are, um, adjusted to allow for more daylight at the start of the day. Um, it's interesting. It's, you know, a holdover from, from farming times. Uh, but it's kind of another interesting, um, I guess, period of transformation in the sense that we, we have come to sort of associate, you know, this idea of, uh, shorter days and longer nights with the winter in the Northern hemisphere. And, um, and our, our next sort of big celebration, um, for those of us looking at the wheel of the calendar, is going to be the winter solstice coming up on December 21st, which is the shortest day of the year, the longest night of the year. And we can have a celebration of lights um, in addition to celebrating the Yule. It's cool. Um, it's cool to celebrate the Yule. It's cool to <laughs> mark our calendars internally and externally with these changes. And then, of course, we have the full moon happening right now. So yesterday, uh, October 31st on Soen or Halloween, we had a full moon. Um, just super cool stuff, just to think about that we have, oh gosh, so many different changing tides in our life, in our world, in our atmosphere, that how do you keep, how do you keep up? <laughs> And the, and the best part is that you really don't have to. You don't have to stay on top of this. You don't have to manhandle this. You can just go with it. And speaking of not having to manhandle anything, this recent full moon on October 31st, 2020, was a full moon in Taurus. And Taurus is associated with the Hierophant card in the Tarot. And the Hierophant, or the Hierophant, is a card that symbolizes our, um, our connection to spirit and our connection to higher wisdom that comes from a place that is not of the earth, which is interesting because Taurus is an earth sign. Um, but this wisdom comes from a place that is um, ephemeral and it comes from um, a sense of spirituality and connection to the divine. And the Hierophant is not a go-between card. The Hierophant does not mean that you need a middleman to be able to access this um, divine essence. It's, it's a reminder that this divine essence is available to us all the time and that there's nothing that we need to do or um, accomplish or be for that matter uh, to be able to understand that the divine is with us all the time. The divine is ever present and we do not need to ask anyone's permission to receive messages from the divine. We do not need to um, get into uh, a situation where we put our 
our connection to God or spirit in the hands of other, we simply just open our ears and we listen. And uh, it's a receptivity card where we are bringing in information through being able to receive, right? Not doing, but receiving. So, you know, here we go. As daylight savings is ending here in the Northern Hemisphere, the days are becoming shorter, the nights are becoming longer. We can receive that and our rhythms may adjust to that um, if we let them naturally. Or we might mindfully take a more active approach in how we want to relate to our wellness, to our health, and you know, make changes that support the changing of, of the season and then the changing of the wheel of the year as we go around with the wheel of the year. The wheel of the year does not change without us, it's with us, we're with this. <laughs> we're part of the wheel of change because we're part of the world and we're part of the earth. And um, with the full moon in Taurus, it's a great opportunity to remember that, that we are of the earth and that we are earthly creatures. And with election season here upon us and election day around the corner, just literally days away, um, you know, being a part of that and being present with that and being active participant in that, in the advent of change and the advent of um, a, creating a structure that supports our values. Uh, that's what that's all about. <laughs> and democracy is ideally about being able to create a structure that supports one's values and and allows for all voices to be heard. Not just one voice, but all voices to be heard. So do what you can to make sure your voice is heard um, in a way that is doesn't override the voices of others, but certainly... Um, with the understanding that your voice is is important and it is part of this fabric of all that we experience, right? The fabric of humankind. You are part of this. We are part of this. Ooh, so, uh, yeah, so happy, um, happy Scorpio season, belated in that sense, since we've been in it a few weeks now. But also... Um, Let's, as we move forward uh, into moving past Scorpio season, um, sometime in the middle of November, we will start entering into uh, Sagittarius. And that is always super exciting and adventurous. And then, of course, after that, we work with Capricorn, my season as a sun and moon in Capricorn. <laughs> my season very territorial about that. Um, I'm Taurus rising, so I'm very territorial about everything. So <laughs> anyway, thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Urban Siren Podcast. I hope these have been fun and informative and inspirational and supportive of you on your journey. Um, and we'll look forward to uh, chit-chatting when we have another uh, fun astrological event uh, coming up and uh, the change of seasons and the change of the uh, zodiac um, uh, the changes on the wheel of the zodiac and and we'll be present for that and moon phase changes and all that other fun stuff thanks so much for being here
Hi there, friend. Thank you so much for being a part of the Urban Siren Podcast community. Just a reminder that I do answer questions for the Tarot. Um, You can leave me a voicemail message right here on Anchor FM for a chance for your question to be played on an upcoming episode. And you would just go to anchor.fm backslash urban dash siren backslash message. Leave me a message and I'll be happy to address it on an upcoming episode and maybe even play your voice on an upcoming episode. Another way to support this podcast is by sharing it up with your friends and family and also leaving a five-star review if you love it on your favorite podcast platform. That could be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the platforms. Thank you so much for being here.